Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. Hey, hey, welcome back. And as always, thanks for listening. So, today, let's look at memory magic. And not magic in the traditional sense of magic or any of that, but just mnemonics is the fancy word. Which basically means uh, a system. A system of memorizing. And here's what's so fantastic about mnemonics in some ways. Number one, it's different for everyone. It's very different for everyone. What you have to do is find a system that works for you. So I'm definitely going to say this. It is of the utmost importance to get Scripture memorized in you. Now, why does that matter? Why does that matter? Why should I memorize Bible stuff? Well, first of all, Jesus did. So if you say, well, I'm a follower of Jesus, well, okay, then there you go. In fact, most Jewish people, especially in the Second Temple period when Jesus was you know, walking around the planet, uh, knew the Old Testament by memory. And uh, a lot of the Mishnah, as well as far as the oral law and, and the oral teaching, which is a better word for that, as well. And there's some strong arguments that Jesus did. Now, here's the thing. The beauty of that is this. When you see passages in the New Testament especially in the Gospels, and Jesus is using just a portion of that passage, uh, he doesn't have to continue. And why is that this weird thing? Part of the reason is because everyone there knew it. <laughs> everyone there had it memorized. So when he reads a passage or refers to a passage... And he stops. They know what's next because they've got it memorized. Now, why did they get memorized? You, you could you say, "Well, yeah, that was then. This is now. We got Bibles everywhere, and they didn't have Bibles, you know, all over the place back then." Well, that's very true. But guess what? They knew their Bible because, again. When you put it in you, the Spirit has more to use. You are literally giving the Spirit of God inside of you ammunition. Two, to do what? To fight sin and the influence that he tries to push in your brain. And you may be wondering, well, what are you talking about? Have you ever had these thoughts? Weird, crazy, stupid thoughts you know, about stuff, and you're thinking, man, where did that come from? 
Well, it could be Satan, you know, his little minions poking at you. Now, if you're a believer, they can't take you over. Can't do that. Spirit, you know, darkness and light cannot coexist. The Spirit of God is inside of you. They cannot, Satan can't possess a true believer. Ain't happening. Spirit of God ain't, that ain't happening. He, He just, you know, that would be basically like a cup of water trying to take over a volcano. It doesn't happen. So here's the thing. What does happen, though, is they make suggestions. Suggestions to you. Especially if you're not prayed up and read up and strong as you need to be every day. So, what can help? Bible memory. Now, I am not one of these people that believes that, hey, these people that got all this Bible Bible verse of memory can rattle them off. They're super spiritual people. Because it's not how much you know. It's what you're using of what you know. Now, the benefit of knowing more is being able to do more. Because you realize, oh yeah, that verse is about this. And you hit situations where the Spirit of God will bring that verse to you. So, this sounds like I'm off the beaten path, but uh, I'm going somewhere with this. Bear with me. So, the thing is, knowing the Word and getting it in you is super important. There have been times in history where believers have been imprisoned and had their Bibles taken from them and they thought on the Bible they knew. And it would literally help sustain them. Okay? Super important. Super important. Okay. Now, that being said, what I'm going to recommend is a starting point. Again, everyone has, everyone's brain works a little different in its own way. Find a system that works for you to memorize the Word. I'm going to suggest this process. And uh, there's method to the madness. But stick with me, would you? So the first thing I'm going to do is this. I'm going to recommend you go do a little internet search on Bible memory verses. What in the world is that all about? Okay, so here's the thing. Bible memory verses. And you can print them out. You can do something. You know, write down the verse references. All right? And as you go through these lists, you're going to see the same verses pop up quite a bit. But here's the verses I want you to stick with. Here's the ones I want you to to gravitate to first. I want you to say a prayer, and this is going to be, you think, oh no, here he goes. I want you to say a prayer and ask the Spirit. Pray to pray the Lord. Say, Father, please let the Holy Spirit impress upon me verses that I know. And as you go through those those lists, 
okay? And those verses, and you read these verses. If there's a verse and you know it, say, I know that verse. I know that verse. Write down the reference. Because the goal, the goal is this. A lot of times, because people have read the Bible a lot, or maybe they just got a great memory, uh, certain verses will just pop out. I mean, just just pop out, and you'll know. You say, I know that verse, but maybe you didn't know the reference. Maybe you didn't know the reference. Okay, so write the reference down. Okay? Now, then, after you get a nice little list of these verses... Here's what I'm going to, here's stage two, or step two. After you get a good list, and I mean, you know, I don't know how big this list would be. Hopefully it would be like 30 plus, maybe 10, I don't know. But whatever ones that, that, I mean, literally, your brain says, yeah, I know that verse. But I didn't know where it was. I couldn't quote the, the actual reference to you. That's cool. So here's what we're going to do. Write that joker down. Now, once you get those, that list, divide the list in this fashion. Old Testament and New Testament. Alright? Old Testament and New Testament. Now, Old Testament first... And, by the way, you're going to find out, maybe, that a lot of those verses come from Isaiah, a lot of those verses come from the Psalms. And, by the way, Jesus himself quoted Deuteronomy, Isaiah, and Psalms a lot. Quoted it. That mean he didn't know the other ones, just flat cold. But here's the thing, he quoted those a lot. But here's the deal. Um... When you get the Old Testament verses, put them in order the way the books appear in your Bible. And don't get caught up with the, oh, I got a chronological Bible or I got a Jewish Bible uh, and everything's arranged differently. Okay. I'm just going to say, go with the standard Protestant listing, all right? Or whatever feels most comfortable for you. Hey, if you want to do it in the Tanakh, cool. You would rather do it in uh, chronological, okay. Uh, but you're going to find more Bibles in the standard Protestant format. Just be honest. So, but list them in that order. Then go to the New Testament, the verses you got in the New Testament. List those that way. Same way. Then. Take the verses that are shorter, like two lines, all right, and put them on a list, a short list. And then if they're three lines, put those on a list. Then four lines, put those on a list, okay? Now, that sounds kind of complicated, but really, it's really not. Now, Here's the method to the madness. Find some paper, right? 
Now, you can do this one of two ways. You can cut paper into little business card size, okay? Business card size. Pieces of paper, or you can buy them. You can get blank business cards at the, uh, at the store. But if you're not where an Office Depot or, or Office Supply is, you can't order them off Amazon, then just get some sheet of paper and cut business card size as many as you can. On one side, you're going to either print with your printer or you're going to write the verse. And on the other side, you're going to write the reference. Now... When you write the reference, leave some room for additional information about that book. For example, this uh, if it's uh, due to if it happens to be Deuteronomy, then you're going to write the reference. But you're also going to say this is in the Torah, and it was thought to be written by Moses, something of that nature. Okay. But the main thing right now is this. Verse on one side, reference on the other side. Now, when you get those down, if you can, and you can get a little business card organizer, they're not that much. They're plastic. Okay. If you can't, don't worry about it. But if you can, group them in groups of three and start with the scripture facing you. All right. Now, you could also, if you want, just get a sheet of paper and just kind of staple them, tape them so you can lift up and look at the reference. But here's the, here's the idea. The idea is this. You're going to look at... You're going to get them three at a time. Now, why three? Why three? Why do I want you to focus on three? If you go through the the behavioral, psychological information on short-term memory and long-term memory, you can hold three to seven things in your short-term memory at the same time. Now... How do you get stuff from your short-term and long-term? Repetition. Some people say seven times, or no, excuse, some people, well, yeah, some people say sometimes, some people say ten times a day. You know, do it ten times a day, ten times. All right. I'm not going to say that. Here's what I'm going to say. Look at three verses a week. Three verses a week. Now, granted, now, and, and, and get with me on this. Now, listen, these are verses that you started with that you already knew. These are verses that you said, okay, I'm pulling these out because I know this verse. I just don't know the reference, okay? Now, what are we doing with, you know, so you got the, the verse on one side and then the reference on the other. So what you're trying to do is you're trying to do something called anchoring. You're trying to anchor that verse to the reference, to the book, where it's written. So if this verse is in Isaiah, you know, number one, 
It's Isaiah, and you know the reference. Number two, you know he's a major prophet, and you know what's in the Old Testament. And as many facts about that book and that reference that you can put on that one side, the more anchoring you have, because then what do you do? You put that verse in concrete. And then your brain says, the next time, hey, Isaiah, you know, it'd be Isaiah 117, or something of that nature. Isaiah 117, Learn to do good, seek justice, rebuke the oppressor, defend the fatherless, plead for the widow. The complication with a lot of memory cards is that they have too much info on one side. What you really need on one side is just the verse. Now, is there a verse before and after it? Yes. Is it good to learn those? Absolutely. But the main thing is that you recognize the verse. Now, just in case you think, you know, I, mean, I can't memorize long stuff, man. I just can't. I just, man, this is some... Think about this. Think about the Lord's Prayer. It's actually the disciples' prayer. But that is a long set. And it's in Matthew 6. And it says, In this manner, therefore pray, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. That's several verses. That's actually Matthew 6, 9 through 13. So if you have memorized the Lord's Prayer, you've memorized Matthew 9 through 13. How about that? So, main thing is this. Now, again, let me go through the, the process one more time. Business size, business card size, pieces of paper. Versus you already say you know on one side. Reference on the other with his, with several pertinent facts about the book that they come from. Okay? Three at a time. Three a week. And think about how many weeks in a year. I mean, if you multiply even you know, three times 50, I mean, three times, that's 150, baby. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I'm not a math major too, by the way. But here's the thing. It just, 50 weeks a year. So, so say you don't quite make it several weeks, a couple of weeks. That's 150 verses you will know at the end of a year. And again, you're going to start with verses you know. With verses that you've heard that you said, man, if somebody starts telling me this verse, I can finish it. I know that verse. Maybe you need to get get it more solid. Maybe you need to get the verbiage down. But you've got it in your brain. So then what you're going to do is you're going to anchor it. And you're going to anchor it in your memory. And you're going to focus it you know, on three. You know, some studies say seven, but I like three. And go from there. Now, again, this is a Bible memory process, a thought process. All right. If it doesn't work for you, don't use it. But for heaven's sake, start somewhere with someone's thoughts. Now, the question comes up. Well, what Bible verse, you know, what what memory, you know, what what version should I use? What version should I use? I'm going to recommend you use a a version you read. Whatever version you read on a daily basis, you need to use that. The only, one of the, you know, and there's all kinds of people doing fights all over the place over what versions are what and all this jazz. But here's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter if you read Greek and Hebrew and Aramaic if you got the originals from the hand of the apostles if you're not going to read it. It doesn't bloom and matter because it's never getting in your your heart and head anyway. So here's what I'm going to say. Use a literal trans- translation, okay? Dynamic equivalent, like NIV, are really good in general, okay? They're easier because the English is easier. But if you can, go as literal as possible. A lot of people prefer the King James. God love you. King James is is Shakespeare English. That's what it is. If you're used to it, go for it. If you're not, you might want to go to a little another, you know, a little more modern version. And there are a billion versions out there now. So here's, you know, I'm going to have to probably at some point get into a situation where I'm evaluating some of these versions because man, there's a thousand of them out there. But here's the, here's the issue. Try to go conservative if, if you can. If the if it's too difficult, then ease up and go to to something that's more that's dynamic dynamic equivalent, which would be similar to the NIV. All right. Now, I wish you the best, and want to encourage you. And I also want to encourage you from this perspective. If you show positive motions, thought processes, will toward the Word of God, God will reach out to you and help you do this thing. But you have to demonstrate it. 
you have to show that you're willing to put it in. And here's the thing. If you're not willing to put in the work for God, then why should God be willing to put in the work for you? And by the way, he already did because he came and died for us, right? And then rose again. So anyway, I want to encourage you. And as always, keep on keeping on. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless you.